Well, given that gospel, I hope I'm last. Not exactly the way I live my life, though. It's not the way I drive. It's not the way I check out at Kroger's. It's not the way I play cornhole. I usually play to win. But given today's gospel, I hope I'm last. You know, the problem with this whole first shall be last and last shall be first thing is that it's not fair. God is not fair. Fair means I get what I have coming to me. We are taught the concept of fairness from the very first candy bar that our mom makes us share with our brothers, trying to break it up just right. We get fine-tuned to what is fair or unfair growing up, diligently policing our parents' every gesture towards our siblings, gauging the fairness of their decisions, their policies. Our sense of fairness as an adult is then what makes the world feel predictable. It is our sense of fairness that puts things in order. Now, elsewhere in the Bible, God seems to be pretty fair. He says, what you do to one of these little ones, you do to me. Okay, thanks for the heads up. That seems fair. Or, my father will forgive you in the same manner you forgive one another. Ouch, but fair. But today's parable about the owner, there is one thing I think that all five of these sets of workers had in common. It wasn't uh, the amount of work they each put in, because that's totally askew. No, the thing that they all have in common is that they all had to see that the boss was not fair. <laughs> now, the ones that only worked an hour, maybe they spent some time at the pub with the others afterwards trying to debate how fair it actually was. When we end up on the good end of unfair, we tend to want to try to argue that it's fair. But whether the guys worked eight hours or they worked one, truth be told, none of them could have said that the boss was a fair man. Now, the cynic inside us might be saying right now, so what? Welcome to the real world, Father. Life is not fair. 
must be true, I saw it on a bumper sticker. And we might be inclined to agree, but you know, it's one thing to say that our boss or our spouse or our in-laws or our parents or even our pastor is not fair. But God? Our gospel began today with these words. The kingdom of heaven is like... So the stakes are big. If God is not fair, then God is not predictable. If the gates of heaven don't swing on the hinges of fairness, then on what do they swing? If God is not fair, then what is God? What is God? God is love, not fair. God is love. Fair is our concept, our yardstick, our security. Love is God's. And as Isaiah told us in that first reading so beautifully read, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are God's ways above our ways and God's thoughts above our thoughts. Fairness is based on what we do. Love on who we are. Fairness categorizes, prioritizes, measures out. Love pours over, unites, enfolds. Fairness deals with what is earned. Love with what is freely given. Trying to arrive at the meaning of Jesus' words, the first shall be last and the last shall be first, using fairness as the vehicle will not work. It'll never get you there. Love is the vehicle that gets us to the understanding of Jesus' words. I once stumbled across a real life, first shall be last and last shall be first scenario. It happened when I boarded an airplane. Having seat 16A, I was one of the first to board the plane. It was a little plane. And therefore, one of the last to get off it. The advantage of getting on first was that I had a seat. I knew I was going to get home to Louisville. Out of a sense of fairness, I, I could have gotten upset at all those that put off boarding until the last minute so I can get that stinky food I'm going to have to smell or that drink 
that I'm going to be so envious of. Knowing, knowing that they would be the first to get to walk into the Louisville terminal. But I wouldn't trade the security of having my seat on the plane for anything. God's love, it seems to me, is like that plane. God wants everyone to board. Some seem to be putting it off. Fairness says if they miss the flight, it's their own fault. Love, however, says we hope and pray all will get on in time. God's way is love. I think Mother Church is telling us today, be like God. We here who are in our seat celebrate God's love that has drawn us here. We celebrate God's love that gives us what we have not earned. We celebrate an invitation accepted, a table set, a love generously poured out, good measure, overflowing in our laps. Praise be God, the unfair lover of us all.